Hey, good morning, everyone. Morning, morning, morning. It is good to have you right here on Radiocation on Music 99 FM, your favorite radio station. I am Sydney Grant from the National Mathematics Team, and I am here to help you with math, where we maximize abilities and transform habits. Welcome to this session. Let me hope that you're ready to explore some mathematics today, exciting math for today's lesson. As usual, you need to have your pen and pencils. I hope you have your graph sheet to review your last question that you were given. And of course, you are now ready to write and share in the activities that will be done for today. The last time we were together, we looked at how to perform enlargements with a center at the origin uh, with a scale factor that is a member of the natural numbers. And I left you with an activity. So we're going to be reviewing that activity and look at possible ways in which you could have arrived at the solutions to the activity given. So let me just refresh your memory as to what you were given on last Monday. On a set of axes, draw a triangle with vertices at 2, 0, 4, 0, and 3, 3. That's what you were given. On a set of axes, draw a triangle with vertices that would have been at the points 2, 0, 4, 0, and 3, 0. Then you were asked to enlarge the triangle with a scale factor of two uh, using the origin as the center of enlargement. Of course, you know that the origin is at the point zero, zero. That's where both X and Y axes meet. Now you were asked to write down the coordinates of both triangles, that is your objects and your image, the enlarged triangle of their original triangle. And how do they compare? How do they compare? So you were asked to do all of that and find out how do those compare? Now, you were then asked, what would you expect to be the coordinates of your triangle if you were to enlarge with scale factor using zero, zero at the center of enlargement. What would be the coordinates of the triangle if you were to enlarge with a scale factor of three using zero, zero as the center of enlargement? Then you were asked to check your answer and you were asked to you know investigate what would have happened if you had used a different center of enlargement so we are going to be looking at what you should have so if you had drawn your triangle at two zero four zero and three three and you enlarged it from the center, from the origin, then your new coordinates would have been at four zero, 
66. Yes, indeed. And so if you did a comparison of the horizontal distance on both of them, you'd recognize that from four to eight would be twice the distance from two to four. So you would have enlarged by a scale factor of two. Now, what did you notice? Right, exactly correct. You recognize that each of the points, the coordinates of each point, because you had enlarged by two, were also doubled or they were enlarged. So those points were doubled. So two zero uh, became four zero in the image, four zero became eight zero, and three three became uh, six six. Indeed, you are correct. So yes, if the scale factor was three, what would be the coordinates of the new image? If the scale factor was three, what would be the coordinates of the new image? Right you are. So easily you see, if we multiply each of these sets of coordinates by three, we would now have the coordinates for our image. That would have been an enlargement with a scale factor of three. So you would ha now have six zero, 12, 0, and 9, 9. Indeed, I see the excitement there. You are buzzing with excitement because you recognize that you got those correct. So, indeed, you are correct. So, my friends, we are now going to be looking at, and by the way, when you had changed the center of origin, you recognize that from where the origin is to your points, if you should multiply by the scale factor and add those to the original points, you would end up with the points where your, where your image should be. So great job going there, guys, and that is enlargement. And by the way, just for, so you know, if you were given the image and the object or object and image, and you were asked to find the center of enlargement. So let's say on an exam question, you are given the object, you're also given the image, which is an enlargement of the object, and you're asked to find the center of enlargement. How would you approach that? Very well. That is right. So what you do is draw lines through the corresponding vertices of your shapes. So you draw lines through the corresponding vertices of your shape. And wherever these lines meet, that would be your center of enlargement. So if your original shape had an A and then the image had A prime, then you draw a straight line through A and A prime, extend those lines. And of course, you do the same for B and B prime, C and C prime. And you would, would have found the center of enlargement using that method. All right, so that's what you were left with last week. Now for today's lesson, we will be looking at 
Uh, how to determine the number of subsets of a given set? We are in term three, yes. And also list the possible subsets of a given set. And of course, um, we are going to try to ensure that we do not look at any set that has more than four elements in it. Now, we talk about subsets. So a set is a subset of, let me say that again, a set is a subset of another set. If all the elements of this set are elements of the other set. So example, set A would be a subset of set B if all the elements of set A are also elements of set B. And of course, um, you know, that is what a subset is. So in other words, you can get sets from a mother set as it were. All right. So you know that symbol, the symbol that we use to denote um, proper subsets is that long, longish looking C. So a longish looking C is that number, is that symbol that you use. So if you are saying A is a subset of B, you would have capital A, you have that curly looking C, but it's very long. And of course you have your B and that will tell us that A is a subset of B. So what I want you guys to do is to look up the symbols for subsets um, under the topic of sets as we go forward. Now, as we said, we are looking at subsets and you know, determine the number of subsets of a given set. And of course, we're gonna be listing some of these subsets as we go along. Now, first of all, if I had a set with A and B, and by the way, in order for it to be a set, you have to use what is called the curly brackets. So of course, write that down, curly brackets. Um, these curly brackets almost look like um, stick birds turned sideways. So look up what the curly brackets look like so that you can write them properly. Now, if I have a set with A and B, so let's say set A is equal to the set with A, common A and common B in curly brackets. And I want to know how many subsets are there. I will have to know, I can now start by doing what is called a listing. I want us to list before I even look at how we can get the number of subsets. And I would want for you to guess and tell me how many subsets are there. I hear you, I heard somebody saying two. Mm. I heard somebody saying three. Right, and did I hear somebody say four? Of course I heard four. Well, let's investigate and see how many are there. So from the subsets that are there, you need to ensure that the empty set is a subset of every set. So you wanna write this down, the empty set is a subset of every set. Also, it's important for you to know 
that the set itself is a subset of every set, even though it is not called a proper subset. So the set itself is also a subset. So we have the empty set and the set itself are numbered among the subsets of every set. So we have our set A that has um, elements A and B in there. So then if we're listing the subsets, I'm starting with this, the subset which, the, which is the empty set. Then I'm going to be going to another set which has A in it, only A. I have another set that has only B in it. Are you with me so far? We've got three subsets. And finally, I am going to be listing the set itself, A, B. So that now gives me four subsets with a set that has two elements in it, four subsets, and there were two elements in it. Mm. Now, I wanna now look at another one quickly. So what if set A or set M add only the number one, set M add one. How many subsets could we find from set M? Mm -hmm. Yes, you are remember that the empty set is a subset. And of course, we have the set with one, the set itself. So there are two subsets and there was one element. One element, two subsets. Two elements, four subsets. Mm. So I'm asking you now to tell me, you may guess this one, or you may even know it. If there were three elements, how many subsets would we have? I heard somebody said six. No, it's not six. Actually, it is eight. Yes, yes you are correct. It is eight subsets. So there is a little formula that you can use to find the number of subsets in any set. That one, that formula says the number of subsets is equal to two to the n power. Number of subsets is equal to two to the n power. What does n represent? N represents the number of elements that you will find in the set. So two to the N power. So let's look at set A that we had before. So the number of subsets for set A would be two to the second power because there were two elements. Two to the second power means two times two. Remember that. That's two multiplied by itself. And that's gonna give you four. So that tells you that there are four subsets for this set. What about set M? Set M had one element. So it means two to the first power. Ah, and that is two in itself. So it means that that's two. Now what if our set had three elements as in A, B, and C? So three elements as in A, B, and C. What would, what is the number of subsets that we will find there? Well, 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 
I hear you coming up with the answers. Somebody wrote it down. Yes, two to the third power. What does that translate to be? It is eight. So that would be two times two times two. So there are eight subsets in a set that has three elements. Now, I have a set here. The set A is equal to letters of the alphabet from A to C. Letters of the alphabet from A to C. That would be A, B, and C. Let's list all the subsets of this particular set. So the subsets of A. First one is the empty set. Yes, you are remembering. The second one is a set with A itself. What comes next? I've got a set with B. Now I've got a set with C. Good going, guys. Really, what next? Indeed, you are correct. I've got a set with A and B in it. Remember, you're using the curly brackets, not just curved brackets, but curly brackets. So you need to, and since you are seeing me through your ears, you need to look up, research what those curly brackets look like. Yes, I hear somebody says, sir, well, if we have A and B, we also got A and C. Indeed. Then we have, mm, do we have B and C? Yes, we have B and C. And what's the other one? Did I hear somebody says B and A? Well, let me tell you something. We have already had B and A because A and B is the same, is the same set as the set with B and A. The elements are the same. So those are equal sets. And of course, the last subset would be the set with A, B, and C. So there you have it. We have our eight subsets listed. Our eight subsets are listed right there. Now, yes, somebody is asking. So if we're talking about subsets, there are two types of subsets that you need to be mindful of. There are what is called the proper subsets and the improper subsets. So the proper subsets are those subsets that are taken from the mother set, as it were, and elements are still left in the mother set. So the proper subsets would be the empty set. Um, well, at least all the subsets with the exception of the subset itself. The only time that the empty set is not a proper subset is when it is um, a subset of itself. So the proper subsets are all those subsets excluding the set itself. So for the proper subsets, we would have uh, two to the end, take one, and that one that is removed would be the subset that is the set itself. So this particular one that we just did with eight subsets has seven proper subsets. Right, there you go, there we have it. Now, what I want for you to do right now is to take this set, the set. So let P equal the set of prime numbers from two to five. 
the set of prime numbers from two to five. How many subsets are in set P? And secondly, list the subsets of set P. So set P is a set of prime numbers from two to five. And these are the two questions I want for you to answer from it. How many subsets are in set P? And secondly, list the subsets of set P. Right, I'm giving you a little time to work this out. Of course, I know you're thinking and you are doing all the working right there. And so I want you to go ahead and work that. I'm giving you just about 30 more seconds to go. 30 seconds to go. And then we will jump in. Yes, we will jump in. Yes, so here we go. Great working, guys. Great working indeed. So our set P, in set notation, you would be writing down P equal curly bracket. What's the first prime number? That's right, you are, Andrew. I heard you saying two. Then I hear three. And uh, what's the next one? Right, so set p is a set of prime numbers from two to five so it means that that would be two inclusive three and five inclusive so those are the three elements in set p very good now yes i heard somebody saying sir remember that prime numbers have only two factors one and themselves correct you are you guys are doing very well so here we go you were asked to find how many subsets are there? How many elements are in the set? First of all, there are three. So number of subsets would be two to the n raised to the n power. And of course, that is equal to two to the third power. And that gives us how many subsets? Number of subsets will be eight. Absolutely correct. So there are eight subsets in that set. Let's now list the subsets. Here we go, empty set. What's the next one? A set with two. What's the next one? Set with three. Absolutely correct. What's the next one? Set with five. What's the next one? Mm, correct you are. Set with two and three. What is the other? A set with two and five and we're ensuring that known two sets has the same elements um the exact elements and of course we have now a set another set here and that is the set with what we have the set with three and five that's right and finally ah Sir Bark, I hear you saying the answer there. The other set would be the set with two, three, and five. 
So there you would have it. That set had eight subsets. And of course, we were able to list these subsets. Right, great going guys. Let me see if we can pop one in right away. Now, I want you to write this set. Set A has elements. A, B, C, and D. Set A has elements A, B, C, and D. I want you to write, uh, state how many subsets we can get from that. And we're gonna attempt to list all the subsets that we can get from that. So set A has elements A, B, C, and D, right? So A has the elements. A, B, C, and D. There we go. So here we go. Set A as the elements A, B, C, and D. How many subsets are we going to get? So that's two to the fourth power. Ah, why did you say eight? No, it's not eight. It is two times two times two times two. So that's two times two is four, four times two is eight, eight times two is 16. So there are 16 subsets uh, that we can get from this particular set. Oh, somebody's saying, sir, how, how do you expect me to list 16 subsets? Oh, well, let's see. We can try and go for it quite quickly. Here we go. So the subsets are empty set, set with A, set with B, set with C, set with D. Are you still with me? Yes. Set with A and B, set with A and C, set with A and D. Right, great going. Now set with what? B and C. Great going guys, set with B and D. Mm-hmm. Set with C and D. Yes, you are. Correct. Going good so far. Then we have a set with A, B, C. Set with A, B, D. Mm -hmm. Set with A, C, D. Hmm. Set with B, C, D. How many subsets do we have so far? So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. And of course, 16. So you know what the last set is. It's gonna be the set with A, B, C, and D. There you go, there you have it. So those are the 16 subsets that you have listed. See, that wasn't so difficult at, at all. So quickly, let's go the empty set. Then you have the set with A, set with B, set with C, set with D. Notice I say set each time because in order for a set to be a subs, for for a set to be a subset, it has to be a set. And in order for it to be a set, it has to be written in curly brackets. So we have set with A and B, set with A and C, set with A and D, set with B and C, set with B and D, set with C and D, set with A, B, C. 
set with A, B, and D, set with A, C, D, set with B, C, D, and a set with A, B, C, D. There you go. Right. Great going, guys. So remember, this morning we started out, we wanted to be able to find the subsets of a set and to list the number of subsets. So we wanted to determine the number of subsets of a given set. Can you do that? Yes, you can. To list all the possible subsets of the set. Yes, that's what we're doing. So here is your question going forward for next week. Here is your question going forward for next week, Monday. A set or set A, sorry, has the set of count, counting numbers from one to four. Yes, set A has the set of counting numbers from one to four. Yes, indeed. So um, I don't know, but uh, we had some issues with JPS just at the end there. I just want to say I wanted to wish you all the best going through the week. Remember to practice exams are coming up shortly. And so you need to ensure that you're practicing. And so in the event that you did not get that question, just let me repeat that and leave you as you always join for radiocation on your favorite radio station, Music 99 FM. It says that set A is accounting numbers from one to four. You are to state how many subsets are in that set. And secondly, you are to list the subsets. Listen, boys and girls, have yourself a great day. Until we meet next time, you stay tuned to your favorite radio station.